welcome everyone to Films with the Woman in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hi. 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 Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Oh my god. <laughs> hey. god. Tonight hey, we are Hi. <laughs> tonight we are reviewing Buffalo 66 yes. from 1998. Uh, we're going back a ways, you know. I we don't know def- if anybody's actually ever heard of this movie before. Yes, people who like movies and like movie shows people who like and films. listen to podcasts about movies are going to film. Yes, people who like film. film. People, mm, yes, but it's a, it's a cult classicy kind of film. Uh, it it, we, us- we usually do theater reviews or something that came out new on streaming or something big and classic. Uh, this is more of the, like the the cult classic route, which we don't go as often, and I pushed for it because we had some slots and. I, I've seen this movie once before, and I had impressions. It left. You seen it, this it before? Left, oh, I had seen it once before. You know, I didn't know a couple that. Years ago, I didn't know. What do you? What, what do you mean? You I didn't, didn't know, know that, that you had seen it. I thought. Sure I, I thought told we. You guys no, I no. I thought we were watching this because it was one of the ones that you had wanted to see, and it was gonna, you know, tick a box or something for you. But okay. No, it's one of the ones when we started the show, I was like, I can't wait to. I have like a list. We have our, our running lists of movies we've recommended to each other, and like. I have a huge giant list of movies I can't wait to talk about. This is one of them. This is one of like the fifty movies where I'm like, I can't wait to do this on the show eventually. Okay, so there's and we've gotten to like three. There's the dog scene, and you wanted me to be on this podcast, so just keep that bear that in mind. Oh yeah, I see. There's so much stuff that happens in here. I barely exactly. Nicole's like dog scene. <laughs> There's tons going on. So, Buffalo '66 uh, stars Vincent Gallo. Oh, he is also the director. He is. We'll get to my it. Your favorite kind of movie. Uh, Vincent Gallo is the the star, the writer, the director. He is a independent film actor from the '80s and '90s. He got to direct this film, uh, and he is not very fondly uh, known by other other actors and and, and people in Hollywood. Uh, he had numerous fights with numerous people on the set, and after it got he's made, he's like, um, he's like the your your other guy, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like this is very different than he's that. Like, but yeah, uh, he's like, he's first just of all, where someone a, thinks someone thinks that their film is the best film of all time, and then you watch and you're like, wow, this was a piece of shit. But they're so proud of this it. is. <laughs> This is a much more competent <laughs> film than The Room. The Room has right. a high rewatch about rewatchable. Rewatchability. Rewatchability. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to combine rewatchability and rewatch value, so it's re- revaluability. Oh um, my god. Vincent Gallo. Uh, this also stars Christina Ricci, Ben Gazar, Mickey Rourke, Rosanna Arquette, Jan Michael Vincent, Angelica Houston, and yes, well, okay, he is in this Mickey movie. Mickey Rourke in this. He was in one scene. We'll we'll talk about it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, yes, Kevin Corrigan is in this movie. I we we talked about this off air, and I was I'm like, credited. Kevin Corrigan's in it. You like you like him, and he's like, I'm looking on IMDb, and he's not on here. I'm like, I've because seen he wanted the movie. To be, he's in. He wanted to be uncredited for this movie. That's why. Yes, he is one of the many people in this movie that again, yeah. it's a gallop did not get along with. Right. So I will read the quick synopsis, and I love the synopsis because it's one sentence, but it perfectly encapsulates my feelings on the movie. A social misfit is rescued from emotional. Annihilation by the girl he kidnaps. This is wild. I love Can't. that. I'm gonna give it, give it to you guys one more time, so you can let it sink in. A social misfit is rescued from emotional annihilation by the girl he kidnaps. It's beautiful. It's great. It's a great synopsis. Perfectly sums up the film in every way. Uh, I love this cast. I do too. I, I'm I, looking it up right now because I forget who they are, and I'm like, oh my god, I love this. It's really good. Really good cast. Uh, and so, but I guess without further ado, if you haven't seen Buffalo 66, it's on Hulu right now. It's in that cult classic movie section, which I've been kind of crushing my way through this past week because those are my kind of films. Uh, so if you don't want to be spoiled on this, it is on there. Go check it out if you have any interest because we will spoil it now. I think the we synopsis here. spoils it. I mean, okay. no, but the, the, the movements of the plot, I mean, we don't really, you know, the, there's... There's things that are revealed and, and choices yes. that are made. And okay. We rate things here at Films with a Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, how do we rate things here? 
we we rate them on a scale of four criteria. We rate them on a scale from one to five. We base it on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Uh, we start leaving prison with our main character, Billy, who is Vincent Gallo. He's he's our our protagonist. Um, he he is in prison for a crime he did not commit. We'll talk about that later. And he is forced to meet with his parents, who were not aware that he had been in prison this past five years um right. he has to pee really bad for the first 20 minutes of the movie and tries to find a bathroom uh ends up i in felt a... that in my soul oh yes. yeah it's a thing uh, especially when the, the the one bathroom is closed and everyone keeps telling him oh it's right there and he's like it's closed <laughs> i've been there um and uh he meets tap dancer layla and by meets he asks her for a quarter to use a payphone because remember 98 there's not really wide use of cell phones at this point um maybe there was but there's no cell phones in this movie he uh she gives him a quarter he calls his parents and he makes up all these lies about how he's really rich and he lives and he's at visiting town for one night and he's in this nice hotel with his with his wife and uh when his parents demand to see him and his wife or if he's going to come over bring your wife is what it sounds more like uh he he kidnaps layla the dancer played by christina ricci um, and he gives her a whole lowdown on like, gotta pretend to be my wife. Here's your fake name. Here's our general thing. And he, he's a very odd man. He's, we'll talk about it the way he is, but he's a very odd man. He has a lot of specific weird details and, and a lot of fits of anger. And, 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 and also, you know, he's the damaged man. Uh, we meet his, his parents, uh, we'll talk about them. And then the second half of this movie goes more into, uh, into Billy and Layla's, budding relationship um and then there's also a plot with a buffalo bills kicker so there you go that's the broad strokes to to get us kicked off here uh nicole what do you think of the plot of this? oh no um (laughs) go first nicole i mean this is very unique if i can find a word that fits the category of this film um is this the only movie he's ever made or like the most he's made two others but this is his first and most popular yeah i mean this is definitely something that he's been thinking about for a while (laughs) um (laughs) i i didn't mind it i guess i could say that i didn't mind it i definitely got the room vibes from this but only because it's a it's a smaller director producer type of thing where he has made this exactly his own I mean, the plot is interesting. I've never really seen anything like this before. Um, I kind of liked it. <laughs> uh, it did get a little bit. It did get a little bit uh, overwhelming at the end. Uh, like I wanted it to be over maybe twenty minutes sooner than what it was. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I feel about any movie. So it's probably nothing against <laughs> for an indie movie too. This is we should say an hour and fifty minutes. I it mean, is. I think, it's long. It's and long. I watched it with you. It seemed like you were enjoying it, and then it got it, the end is kind of long. Like, when I hit my when there. I hit my yeah when I hit my my point, and I'm like I want this to be done. I I mean it. Like I want this to be done. So <laughs> there could have been a couple of parts where we could have maybe shortened it or something like that. But the plot is kind of fun like you know and 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 i mean that the way that he portrays it like he kidnaps some girl and she has to pretend to be his wife and goes in there and she nails it and Mm -hmm. you know everything that leads up to that point as well as after that point is unexpected and it's just a wild ride and there's a lot of things to take into consideration with this movie that i really enjoy thinking about um i don't have much to say about the plot necessarily but i i, I enjoyed watching this um could give it a three what do you got mama k um so uh, i have a basic problem with the basic plot of this movie i'm not real big on you know uh stockholm syndrome kind of movies where and this didn't even give that time to develop like he kidnaps her and the only struggle is going down the stairs. Cause then after that, she has about 400 different times that she can escape. I mean, he can't drive a stick shift and her car's a stick shift. So. Yep. I have opinions on all that and I'll, I'll explain my point of view, but I, I understand that that could be a big hang up if you, if you don't buy in. Yeah. So I was like, I, it was 
it was tough for me to get into that part of the plot. I mean, I, I knew it. I, I kind of figured right in the beginning what kind of movie this was going to be hot on the heels of another movie that we just did. And, uh, you know, I'm going to use the same kind of words like indulgent of writing and uh, directing and starring in the same film is, is hard for me. And he, he I, I, there, there were times when he gave other characters room to, and we'll go over that in characters, room to do stuff. But I really mm-hmm. think that he, there wasn't enough. Um, it doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing is like, she, you know, she, he kidnaps her. And I, th- all I could think about was Jess the whole time because, you know, Jess who decides Jess? that she's going to become like a horseman, a horse, what do you call it? Equestrian. Equestrian. And, and then she's <laughs> going to go do all, you know, she's going to become a potter or whatever. And I'm thinking, oh my God, that's Jess in the dance class. Like that could be her. You know what's so weird is I thought of Nicole. I thought of, I didn't tell you this yet. I thought of Lori. I thought of your sister. Really? Oh. Yeah. Behavior, mannerisms, general thoughts. Oh my God. <laughs> well, knowing I what I know of Lori, which is very little, Lori would not have taken this well and would probably beat the shit out of this dude if he tried Lori to kidnap her. Lori would have beat the shit out yeah, of him. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm thinking. That's, that's possible. Okay, all right. All right. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm thinking, okay, you know, I kind of have to get past that and because that's, that's just how we get the ball rolling here, sort of. And um, mm. You don't find out things. The thing I like about the plot is that you don't, you know, you know what this movie is from the beginning, or at least I knew what this movie was from the very beginning. Um, I knew it was going to be, you know, the the reason he had these issues was because of his parents. And he's the one who, who needs to make that connection. You said in the beginning that he has to go back to see his parents. Well, he really doesn't have to go back. They could give a fuck whether he comes back or not. Uh, <laughs> they don't care. And no, yeah. When I say has, I mean for his mental sake, he feels he has to. He does, but I mean, there's no, there's not even any reason behind that. Like, I don't get why he feels like he has to do that. Uh, he's perpetuating parental this huge... approval. That's like you know what, the ma- the overarching. Really, he's seeking yeah, but you love. I mean, but... he made up a whole story of being a rich guy because they would probably shit themselves if they learned that he was in jail. <laughs> I don't think they care at all. I think he's trying. I to don't impress think they them. care at all either. I think that they probably knew he was it's... in jail and and don't care at all. I don't even um, know if they knew that because because his mom, who is played by Angelica Houston, literally doesn't know his name multiple times in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> all he doesn't, know, all she knows is he's the shit. The phone, who, doesn't yeah. know him. Does she have Alzheimer's person? or something? No, she, she just, just loves give the a shit. <laughs> yeah, she That's literally. So I picked up like son. Alzheimer's vibes. I don't no. know what's going on. <laughs> I think she has. I think she might be somewhat <laughs> mentally unwell, but I don't I think, think that's, so too. But I don't that's think that's why. She okay, let's let's pause for a second. Who in this movie is not mentally unwell? Name. I'll wait. You you tell me a character. Rosanna Arquette. That's oh, what I was on. gonna say too. <laughs> it's a cop out, but uh, Wendy. Maybe, no. maybe the the, the real kicker. Wendy. That's no. that's her. That's Rosanna Arquette. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I I I don't even buy that. I buy that she because she's all. Didn't I know you in third grade? Also, you oh came by my house every day. You know, it's like mm-hmm. okay, why would you go back to fir- third? She grade? She led into I, that, and then they laughed I, at him. Well, I know that's like that felt like a David Lynch moment there in, in a diner waiting for coffee fucking weird character being too in- inappropriate and then I mean if we're going to talk about the least mentally unstable person it might be Goon. <laughs> no. At Goon least just self no mental faculties. <laughs> he's self he's self-aware. I was confused at one point whether that was his little brother or not because he was in the background <laughs> of like I love when he's swaying back and forth when he's making the bet. <laughs> oh my god. Um so you know, if you get past the fa- fact that this is a kidnapping movie, um, which I, d- I don't really like, it's it's an it's interesting, but it's so hyper focused on him that I want to I want the I want to believe what happens with the plot in the Christina Ricci character, and I can't believe it ever because I don't know where her motivation is coming from to all of a sudden love him over this one hour and fifty minute. <laughs> film yeah i i just don't i don't see it happening i can see if you're you know stuck in a cabin with somebody for a year or something like that okay maybe you you know all of a sudden you have stockholm syndrome and you develop feelings and you you develop a dependency and all of that within the course of like half of a day right you know and i don't know Her, her character is so not fleshed out and and 
so many things that happen in this movie just I don't understand. Not that I don't understand, but I don't like the way it's filmed. I don't like that's that well, that's gonna be a different category, but because oh, of that Well we're gonna fight the we're gonna fight like dogs in there. I know we're gonna have... fight because apparently as I'm reading about it afterwards, everyone's <laughs> like, the cinematography and I'm like, This looked like it was filmed in some dude's basement sometimes. I mean <laughs> well, it's a it's a, it's a lower budget film. Like No no you know. but there's lower budget and then there's plan nine from outer space budget, and that's what some of this I mean, especially the Ben Gazzara stuff was so filmed in someone's basement. It was just, uh I like um, the way, all right, whatever. I think it's choices and I like it, but all right. I mean, it might be choices, but it's so indulgent that it's like, let me do everything to show you that I can do everything. Oh. Um, plot wise, though, I plot, plot, I'm going to give it a two. All right. So plot for me is probably the lowest in this movie for me. And that's a three um, because with ignoring the overall message and theme of the movie, the first half is him <laughs> trying to impress his parents. How can you the second do half that, is though, him. Brennan? How can I'm you, putting oh, that out. Well, I, first oh. of all, I like the theme. So if I was incorporating that more, I would give it even a higher grade, but I'm going to save that for like a resonance and feel kind of oh thing. Um, so the first half is him trying to impress the parents with the girl. The second half is him trying to murder a kicker because he thinks that he ruined his life. And I can, we can talk about that more in the middle, middle chunk here. Um, I love the first um, hour and fifteen minutes of this movie. I love, I like, love it. I really, and, and again, this is my second time. I like it more this time than the first time because I think the first time it's a bit of a shock to the system. It's kind of jumping into a really cold pool. The, our, our characters are at best hard to understand at first, and and somewhat unlikable, and and you don't really know what's going on, and the style takes some getting used to, and then this time knowing exactly what I'm gonna get way way more just like enjoying all of the of the of the choices uh the end i'm on the cold side a little bit here our last mm, 40 minutes ish could have been cut to 25 minutes like we could have either shortened a couple scenes or combined some scenes to get the point across better because i agree the movie starts losing steam at the hour 15 hour 20 mark and we kind of need to wrap it up but that's yeah, really we're definitely dragging with a lot of these scenes because we are like after the it's... I think the bowling scene after that it kind yeah, of like, yeah I mean all that stuff could, is, is the hype up. up and you know after that we're really declining on on speed the thing is I don't like I don't dislike any of the scenes at the end their couple are just too long and too much and like especially the hotel stuff condense it the Denny stuff maybe scrap it like or or figure out another way to introduce the character in there that needs to be introduced for that one like aha moment um and then obviously the overall theme of this movie is this man is very sick and and angry and had no love as a child and was completely neglected and he's trying to get the love of anyone a plot his parents b plot this other girl we learn about later and in the end he realizes something different and it's kind of nice and I, I i like the end of this movie but uh yeah three for the plot because it's it's a little messy it's a little long and and unnecessarily so and i don't think the plot is what i love about this movie it's it's what keeps the movie going what i might love well it's hard to say because the characters whew, the characters they are they are something what do you think Mama K, about these characters uh, I might surprise you in that I like these characters, I think, more mm -hmm. than um, upon reflection than I did watching them. For me, it was a little cornucopia of, oh, hey, look, it's Ben Gazzara. Oh, oh look, it's Jan Michael <laughs> Vincent. This is very exciting. Jan Michael then, Vincent before he uh, well, became because... a robot and then died. <laughs> He was a robot? He got in a lot of car accidents. He had artificial limbs. Oh, he already looked he like is... a robot in this one. This is not the Jan Michael Vincent. Well, he was like he was like mid he was mid cyborg trans. He was mid Darth Vader. <laughs> okay, but for me, Jan Michael Vincent is like this is the 80s, 80s TV star. Yeah. 70s surfer dude and TV star. And already in this but his character was so He died like a year ago, almost on the dot, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really been doing anything for the... This is probably his last movie. <laughs> this right. is 20 years and ago. When, yeah, when I saw him, I was like, oh, I thought he died before this movie came out. So, um, <laughs> I just, you know, he's not around a lot. Uh, Mickey Rourke, what a weird choice, because, like... Clearly not in the we... same room as anyone else. They they had no. they they had him for five minutes, and they were like, right. wanna do, you want to do a scene for a thousand bucks? Like, it's something like that went down. I think it was a hundred thousand bucks, but yeah... And it was given to him in a brown paper bag. That would be a 15th of the budget, of the movie budget. Yeah. That, that, well, that's that one of the stories scene. that I read, is that they gave him $100,000 in a brown paper bag. So, huh. 
I actually haven't heard that one. That's pretty good. This the making of this movie very fascinating. A lot of a lot of the a lot of the shit go, that goes on behind the scenes, and it also explains why Vincent Gallo not working as much as he once was. Well, because he can do everything. Don't you know he's a Renaissance man and he's just the best at all the stuffs, and because of that, the char- his character, I want to like him and I want to root for him, but it's all about him like it's not you have that he you know you've got this other girl character that really everything sort of depends upon uh the plot really depends upon her and she is regulated to i'm let's first of all she's wearing tap shoes through the whole thing and no jan michael vincent as the bowling proprietor would never let her on a lane with tap shoes on that's the most <laughs> ridiculous thing i've ever seen um i thought they were then, heels are, are tap shoes look like heels yeah yeah well they hmm. if yes if girls are wearing them yes they look like dance shoes so they, um, they were heels though they weren't flats <laughs> yeah they're heels they're not flats okay tap i'm just I'm not, not really flats. sure because i know she has her tap little dance shoes are not flats right, right. okay yeah, I, don't, like I don't know shoes. what they look like i don't know like the structure of it because i know they make that clicky sound but that's all i know about them <laughs> Well, yeah, and so um, she just doesn't get enough. She she doesn't get. I I don't get where she gets to where she's going so quickly, and why I need more of her to find out what compels her to actually stay and go on this adventure. Because I can see a character doing that, but she doesn't. Whatever happens before she starts this thing with him doesn't get me there. I don't. I don't. I have no idea why she doesn't immediately run away from him the first time that they get in the car together. Um, and then she has several times to do that. Yeah, and one of them is when he's taking the world's longest piss. So I'm like, I don't, you know, he's, there's no way he's stopping in midstream. She could have just left right then. Um, <laughs> he stopped in midstream earlier when that one guy he thought was looking at his dick and then he yelled obscenities at him and, and tried to beat him. <laughs> well, the guy was looking at it cause he's like, you have a big dick and yeah, <laughs> So he was looking. I mean, that was some of these movies that we do. I so wish that Mama K was in the same room as us because I need the reaction, like the immediate reaction to these. Yeah, you think at some point we'll have to. What point did you turn to me and you say your mom's not going to like this? I can't remember what part it was. It, it was, was one of the dinner scenes. Like part of the yeah. dinner scenes, I feel like. And I was, was and I, so- and I, after after she said that, I'm like. Can you? Im- I, I, I had to put Mom K on because you can. Can you imagine Jess doing this movie? <laughs> you can't. Like I can't at all. Well, that and the dinner scene, the way that it's filmed, it's from everyone's perspective, sort of. And I was getting almost a little motion sick with that. It's not like the camera it was. was. The camera was not moving at all. But the fact that you had to see it from everyone's perspective was so. Oh, they bizarre. do four establishing shots in a row that to establish what the dinner choice. table looks like. They did that a right. lot in this movie. I've never seen the way they established that dinner table. It's so weird, and I've never seen anything like it. And since I, I actually like liked that though. Yeah, I agree. I liked that. And I just didn't like some of the other choices they made. I didn't like, like I said, the whole Ben Gazzara in the basement with, you know, it felt like there was a blue sheet behind him or something. And there were several scenes that were like that. There was no reason to have her pole dancing in the middle of the bowling alley. Uh, see, I like all that stuff. On... Those are two of my favorite scenes that you just pointed out. But they're not, there's, it's, it's nonsensical and it's, it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't do anything. I don't. I don't know what the point is of it. Um, I feel character development in this in those moments. Of who? Both. Both. both the 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 Ben Gazzara and the Christina Ben Gazzara singing, Christina Ritchie dancing. Those give me. Those make me feel like. What I, do you I, get I, from Ben Gazzara in this? I mean, he's just. He feels like. All right, so you guys have man. both seen a great classic movie two years ago, A Star Is Born, and there's a character in there, Andrew Dice oh. Clay, and he has a bunch of lines about how he was like as good as Sinatra, and like he could have been a great singer, and but you know, some people just don't have the presence. This guy is he that kind of horrible. Hold her boobs. What? <laughs> He just wants to grab her boobs. He don't give a well, shit. no, he's also a disgusting creep. But <laughs> but when he does that one song and Christina Ricci's kind of like like goo goo eyes over him, I feel I feel his entire life up to that point of just of all rejection and failure and also anger. Clearly, where his son gets it from. Like I understand. I, I feel I feel that character in in those little montages that Mama K doesn't seem to care for. I might feel that if they actually look like they were filmed on something besides some dudes. 
like 35 millimeter camera, you know, from 1995, because that's what it looks I like, like. I like the style. I like the spotlight hits him and there, the reds behind him. It's not your time to talk. You asked me, you just asked me one minute ago, what do you think about those scenes developing character? I was answering your question. Mama K, continue with your characters. So, um, the other characters in, I think that the Kevin Corgan character was a bit of a throwaway. He wasn't in, I mean, he, he was there but there i think all the characters suffered because of you know the fact that we had to know that this this main character was suffering and i think when we established that really early on we didn't have to he didn't have to beat me over the head with it i get it i get it you're a loser that nobody likes your parents don't even know you your dad wants to shut the door in your face and your mom doesn't know your name even though you're named after her favorite football team your name is billy his favorite team is the buffalo bills (laughs) it's like I get it. I don't need to keep hearing it and how, you know, this is your life because of this. Yeah. And he likes chocolate so much, uh, that, (laughs) that he has to go to the hospital because of it. But that's, yeah, that's kind of, and I, so I like the other characters. I don't like the Mickey Rourke character either because it's, that's another one. I was like, but, you know, he's going to be a bad guy. Let's bring him in, be a bad guy for a few minutes and then, okay. Um, but I do like the parents. I do like, I do want to know more about Christina Ricci's character. I, you know, I don't want to know any more about this other guy because I'm all, I'm all, I'm all done him. I know him from the get go. His development comes at the very end, I guess. His realization. Um, his arc, his arc happens through what we would call the more boring scenes, the diner and the and the hotel, and yeah, yeah the big the big showdown with with. The and I don't find those scenes. I don't find those scenes boring, and I find them really good. But they're they are too long. They're too um, long. They're, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like they could be good, really good, but they they yeah. are, they drag. Like yeah, the one that's really good that isn't too long that seems like it would be too long is when they're in the bed and their you know their hands touch and then go away and then yeah the way it shoots back he... it pans up and then like cuts yeah. and then cuts back and they're in the same position and then it cuts back. Back, and they're in a slightly yeah. different position. Yeah, I, I agree. That's, hate that I love, so much. And Nicole's I like, like I'm scene. going to sleep now. No, I like it, but I want them to be coming back to the scene with something different. It wasn't different. It was the same fucking scene. <laughs> I did like I did like that, but uh, yeah, other things. So, I mean, it's a mishmash of how much do I like the main character and how much do I want to keep getting hit in the face with what his his trials and tribulations are and how much do I like su- the supporting characters? I really like the supporting characters 100% more. So I'm going to land on a three for characters because of that. All right. What do you got, Nicole? Oh, my God. I mean, the this is so hard to talk about. Like, the characters are definitely the best part of this. And... I have to say, I've always liked Christina Ricci in, like, mostly everything that she does. So, I was looking at her on Google, and she was 20 years old or so when she did this. And she just did, like, such a great job. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really happy with how her with how her role turned out. Like, it's so interesting, like, to see her develop into this person with after like six hours she's like oh i am gonna go spend the night with this guy like what the fuck (laughs) totally even know that's development because we don't even get a starting point with her well i'm definitely in agreement with you in the sense that the stockholm syndrome that happens with her is way too quick like it's a combination of things though it's not just like but she didn't give a shit though she didn't care she was like okay i'm gonna go well first off she goes to the family's house for dinner and she goes above and beyond what he asks her to do she makes up this whole story she's pregnant she's got this and that and the other mm-hmm. thing going on like he didn't ask her to do that but she was just rolling with it like she was just having a, a good time with this if she's gonna be kidnapped might as well make the best of it i guess yeah like, that's part wow, of character that's a really interesting way of putting that's part of her thing it's intense it's really intense yeah like what else are you supposed to do you've been kidnapped by this guy away when you mean i i agree i agree she didn't do that but (laughs) she's not like you guys all right she's not like she's not like other girls I mean, <laughs> oh my God, no. if she's not going, she, really that, she might as well have fun with it and, and make these parents so out of whack with what's going on in life. Like it's, it's brilliant. It really is. Um, he 
is such a mess. Billy is such a mess, and I can't I can't grasp him like I grasp grasp her, Layla's character. I just I was I felt the most intrigued by her like the fact that she so willingly let herself get attached to this guy like i'm wondering what her story is for this you know i don't even know if they thought of something like that well that's what i'm thinking like do you think that do you know anyone nicole as a woman as a girl who would react like this i mean i think this is a total man's point of view of it what a totally woman is i and, completely and agree oh, neither of you think there are like. any women who would do this no well, like not, not, when you I say your none. opinion your opinion doesn't matter on this conversation i want to clarify so. you're both saying you're both saying <laughs> that I'm there's saying that there I are not anybody okay yeah but you don't know i don't i don't, I think, don't you know think that there's like anybody this. either but the fact that she so willingly jumps onto this train there she must have a shitty life <laughs> like why is she so willingly open to going to this person's parents well, house and okay yeah driving around with him and let's go into a hotel with him for the night like there's something underlying there but you know what i don't don't care about that right now watching this like i want her to feel the happiest that she is i'm on her side more than more so than the other guy you know like Mm -hmm. she's got something going on where she feels comfortable with this like okay there's she's got to have some shitty thing going on so let's just jump on board and go get some free dinner at this guy's parents house um i you can eat as much as you want just be nice i love angelica houston in this <laughs> i love I she, her she was this. unrecognizable she was though awesome. she was yeah. she was unrecognizable which is rare so for right. her yeah yeah she's because she's just so distinct in her acting abilities and her like her personality and what she looks like but she looked awesome in this and i loved it and i'm, I'm glad that she agreed to be in something like this um her character was just the most intense thing for me. Like she, <laughs> I thought she had Alzheimer's. Honestly, I'm like, dude, she doesn't remember her son, but she doesn't. She just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> um, that whole dynamic of the family, you know, he's so he's hyping up Christina Ricci so much. You need to be good. You need to be perfect. Like you're expecting him to walk into this perfect family and. <laughs> It's the total opposite. Yeah, it's far from that. Oh my god! Like that was a culture shock to myself just watching this. So I really thought that was a smart move. Like that was a really good move. Um, the main character himself, I wow, he rem- he reminds me of Tommy Wiseau because he's very <laughs> self indulgent in his own work. He thinks he's the best director producer out there, and. It's not, buddy, I'm sorry to say, but it is not the best. <laughs> but just the fact that he has as much confidence as he does in making something like this, like, go you. So I can't, I can't, you know, deduct points for that. Um, this is probably the, the, the highest rating I could give for this. It's still not good, but it's, it was still fun to watch. Um, I'm going to give it like a 3.5 for this. I I understand your Tommy Wise Vincent Gallo reminds you of Tommy Wiseau, but I think objectively you have to say this is a better movie on all levels than The Room. The Room is barely a movie, like not just general acting. Choices, yeah, but that but like, became such a cult classic because it's not a movie. Like this is this is more of a movie than that. This is a real movie. Like this, no one's looking at no one's. This isn't like a so bad it's good. This is it's so weird. Some people like it. Like it's not like a. It's it's not so incompetently done. Lines, though weird, don't sound like... Like, nothing's, hi, babe, I have something for you. Like, there's no... It's not, like, it's, there's a difference, I, I feel like. I understand the whole self-important, crazy person off the screen, Artur, that, that they both are. But, I, I you know, I want to make the distinction. Vincent Gallo, far more talented and, and competent all-around uh, thespian and and movie maker than, than Tommy Wiseau. Uh, I, w- I won't say which one I like more, because I find them both interesting. Um, Vince Gallo in this is should be the worst, most despicable person. First time I watched this, it, t- it took me about t- until the dinner stuff to like him at all or care about him at all. 
And by the end, and and this time, you know, I, I every time I see this, and every time I like get more into him, I war I warm up to him so much more, and I never should. I really shouldn't, because he's he's even when he's good at the end, he's still kind of gross and bad. But it, I really warm up to him. I do, and, and I should. And I, it's kind of a je ne sais quoi. I don't know what it is about him and the way he is, but I do come around to him. Uh, I agree with Nicole, Christina Ricci. I, I I I love her in this. I think she just has a presence. I think she. Without saying much of anything, I kind I feel like I understand her. And to address the whole, um, she's kidnapped. She could escape at many different points. You know, it's a because common- she's an adult. She's an adult in this. Like she yes. knows her better, but she so, decides to just stay around. So other than Stockholm but syndrome, why does she stay? Other around than Stockholm you, syndrome, if, uh, one, I yeah. think it's pretty established well early and even throughout the movie. She's not the brightest. She's not super smart. Um, I wouldn't even call, I don't know if I would even call her average. There's nothing that makes me think that she's anything but kind of dumb. Uh, other than, and then two, Stockholm Syndrome, pretty obvious. Uh, three, I think off the bat, when the car thing is happening and they have to switch seats and he's yelling at her, there's a, there's a look, there's a charm in her eyes that doesn't hate, like, hate it. It could be, like, a past abusive boyfriend and this is just her type, but there's something about it that makes me feel, I feel from the beginning, like, she she's not trying to get away. Because you guys, you both say, I don't know any woman who would ever do this. There are, there are people, not just women, men too, but stay in abusive, horrible relationships. And some that start out like that very quickly. This is a hyperbolized, very quick version of that. But I don't think that's... I, I think We're it's... All, a, we haven't listened to you in the past 30 seconds, sorry. That's not the problem that I have with this, though. <laughs> the problem I have is that it doesn't establish that she's that kind of person. And... Is it, are, so is... Wait, wait, wait. Foundation. Isn't her just going along with it establishment enough? Why is that not enough? Because that is the part that's unreal to me, is you don't just go along with that. You don't. I mean, and the people, the women in your no. life don't, but... I think no, no one does because you. That's not true. No one does. That is not true. Listen, as a as a woman, when something like that happens, you go into fight or flight. You don't just go with it. Just you just don't. I don't even care if you're used to abusive relationships. Those are things that are at least are based on something. This is based on nothing. This is based on a dude asking for a quarter and then dragging you down a hallway, telling you that you're going to play his wife. That's, I mean, you don't know, you have no idea. This guy could easily just slit your throat in the car when you get in and the movie's over. It's like, I don't, I don't think there are people like this. I really don't. I just, I mean, I think it's a leap. I think it's uncommon and I don't, but I, it's, the leap for me is not a canyon. I think that's it's, a guy's point of view. I'll tell you, I put myself in her shoes when this first started. Like, would I go along with this guy who's crazy, who has already threatened to kill me in the first five seconds of of this going on? He asked me to drive his car. I'm going to fucking drive his car. Like, I'm going to do this. But you're you. You're you. Like, you would have yelled so loud at that tap class that someone would have came out, and she didn't. Like... You you would you would have done something you would have, and that's what I'm saying. Like yes, okay, fine. You're both you're both women. I'm a man. I under, I understand that. I, I I do not know what it is like to be a woman. You both do, but I think to say that all women, like you know, to a uh, like a ninety nine point nine percent degree would never react this way. I think that's a little presumptuous. We're done okay. with you, said a man. <laughs> all right, yeah, you're fine. All right, fine. The two women on the show it's saying so all women are alike and they would react in the situation the same way. They would all run away at the first this sign they could. This is a different conversation. I, I think in a kidnapping situation, it's very different than saying all women in any situation are going to react the same. I think, I think you guys are making that's, an overgeneralization, but we'll get past all that, that disagreement on all that. Uh, ben Gazzara and Angelica Houston are great in this. The dinner scenes are my favorite stuff in here. Um... And then I, I really like the bowling. Not just what the did bowling. you think of the camera work in this? I'm sure we'll talk about this. In visual That's more of a visual and sound. sound. But I mean, it, it adds to their character for sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. The way, especially around the dinner table, those four establishing shots where we go from each person's perspective, and it's like a static shot at each person's thing. Like we don't get steady cam or moving around. It's literally at each person's perspective. I I, I like that, and I think it adds to that that uh, that whole sequence. Um. The, I like the bowling alley. I like the little phone booth scene quite a bit. Uh, that makes me like the two of them as a pair even more. What's what's he saying over and over again? We're spanning time. We're spanning time. He says oh, it over and awesome. over again. I love it. I love all the dialogue. He's repetitive in his dialogue. He says the same angry shit over and over again. Christina Ricci barely talks, and when she does, like 
I don't know. I, I, I buy her reactions in, in, in all aspects. They don't fight, fight, fight until the, the diner scene. And that's what we've said. Good stuff in this last third. Let's condense it down and make it a little more succinct. Um, who else? Yeah, I mean, characters like Mickey Rourke's character and, and Jan Michael Vinton's character and even the kicker at the end. I know they have their purpose in the movements of the plot, but I don't think of them as characters. I think about the parents and our two leads. Um, and, and Goon, I mean, he has a scene or two. He's, he's okay, I guess. Um, characters are, I think a four. I think a four is a solid place to land. Well, okay, what do you think of the visual and sound? Um, there, there are pieces of this that I like. I think that it's not a cohesive film. I think it's not a, a certain type of filmmaking. I think he wants it to pretend that it's that way, but it's not. There's a lot of different weird, like the, like you said with Mickey work, they brought, they bought him in for five minutes or whatever. And, you know, okay, let's just get him filmed. He looks like he's in an episode of law and order. It doesn't seem <laughs> normal. It, um, and then I really don't like the Ben Gazzara scene. I like the thought behind it. I don't like the execution of it. Um, well, I just don't I understand like why. What? What? About, I mean, you like if you like the thought behind it, why flat. don't you like the execution? I can understand not liking it if you don't like the thought. That makes sense to me. If you're like, oh, this seems like indulgent. No. I don't care about his singing to the camera, but you don't like the execution. No, I understand. Yeah, I don't like the execute. I don't like the way that it's filmed. I, there are certain things like I like the out the, when he films things outdoors. And there are certain, it's almost like he tried to fit everything he knew about cinematography or into one film instead of making it I feel like stylized. That's like what a lot of in independent filmmakers do. Yeah, but. First time directors, too, you're especially right. when they're making their own vision you're, like this. Yeah, you're right. That's what happens. But it's sort of like, you know, that's when you need somebody to, to, to kind of pull you back on the reins and be like, dude, this is a, you know, you are at you're at the buffet and you just put everything on your plate. That's gross. <laughs> um, I think he needed somebody to do that or to give him one that's of those plates analogy. that are, that's, that's like already got the sections in it. Like when you were a little kid at school that had the tray sections or something because he just threw like everything at it. And I got what was going on with the, the Ben Gazzara character uh, and what his motivation was and how he got to be where he was and why he's so sad about his life and, and everything. But I, but it was shot flat. Like it was just, I didn't like the way it was shot. I did. Conversely, I liked the, the hotel room scene. I like that. I know you can't shoot a whole movie like that. I like the dinner scene as much as it made me a little nauseous uh, from lack of movement, which is very strange. And they're just eating plate um, after plate of tripe. Like their plates just full right. of tripe. Yeah, I mean, that's right there. That tells you a lot, because tripe is tripe. And Christina you know, Ritchie, vegetarian. She made that very clear. Yeah. And Vincent Gallo insisting that she wants as much tripe as possible. Yeah, I know. Great, because great stuff. <laughs> yeah, he wants to make her uncomfortable. And yeah, he wants to say, I'm in charge. Because that's what he's saying in the whole movie. I'm in charge. But he knows that he's not in charge at all of anything, because he's he's completely mentally warped. And so, it convinces her to stay, though. Um does he, he really, not, though? Does he really let's, convince let's her? Let's go there or? again. <laughs> Is that her doing? No, he doesn't convince her. She just she makes the decision. It's not him. It's not anything that he does. Yeah. He well, I think after her. after he gets out of the car to pee that in that very early time, you guys are right. She could drive away. She chooses not to. She wants to. She wants to he see where this goes. That, that's exactly going against your point of he did not convince her to stay. She willingly did. He convinced her For until that scene. Completely like, unknown reason. So yeah. Fine, you don't. You, we, fine, we don't know why she wants to stay. We don't know the inner workings of her psyche, but she does. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I don't like that. Um, right. I do. I like. I I like the bowling scene. I like the way it's done until all of a sudden it turns into a, a half tap dance, half stripper pole situation. Um, tap dance, but yes. Okay, with a stripper pole. Um, <laughs> and then the whole then the last part of it with the kicker and everything i find that to be it's really interesting because i mean that's where he's trying to get in this movie he wants to kill this guy because he made a bet and that's how he wound up in jail and mm -hmm. you know the bills are notoriously terrible and they let their city down at the drop of a hat every time um and i like the way that that's personified in this movie just like everyone is a super fan of the bills and they're just they disappoint them on every level all the time. It permeates um, every character through the whole city. They all just seem 
and the and the yeah and the city it's everywhere he goes you know there's a sign that's like the bills and it's like how can you know i understand in patriot land why it's like that because they've won a million super bowls but you know the bills so also don't know where he gets his money he asked for a quarter in the beginning and then all of a sudden now he can go buy stuff and i like and and he's spending two dollars every time to get the the um the mo- the um the pictures from the do you like the photo, photo booth, booth scene because that's one of my favorite scenes I like the photo booth scene for about two thirds of it. And then it gets too long and he gets, it gets really, I understand he's supposed to be repetitive with what he's saying, but it gets to the point where if I were Christina Ritchie, I would punch him in the face because I'd be like, if you say that one more time, I'm going to punch you in the face. You guys just Um, aren't like her. She's, she's not like other girls. (laughs) Um, I mean, there are shows out there like 90 day fiance and stuff like that. So I get that there are people that are like this, um, but at least those people, I think there's more no- motivation about why they're doing what they're doing. But, um, and then I'm sorry. So then, well, we're not at the end scene yet. I guess we'll talk about that in a minute, but up until that point. So, um, he has a, he has a, he, he, there's a lot of yes music in this, in this movie and I am not a big fan of yes. So that doesn't win points for me either. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to like soundtrack or background music, so uh for cinematography for how it looks and how it sounds it's a two Yikes. a blasphemous two i know it's I truly it. blasphemous you, you do you understand yeah this is this is just this is just level blasphemous there's a bunch of wow. bougie film dudes out there who are saying this movie is a nine and a ten and a ten plus and oh my god and at least with the visual and sound just... choices you have like uh, a... no they're not because it's because he put too much salad bowl in it. No, no more salad it's, bowl. Nicole, what do you think of the visual and sound? I think that I'm leaning towards the same ideas that Mama K has in this. Boom. I think <laughs> there's way too much going on in this film for me to feel some type of way about the visuals like there's too many different ideas being presented here where i can't yeah, keep it's not track cohesive. like i appreciate the the dinner scene where we see everybody's perspective they do that quite often like they show everybody's perspective in a scene with multiple people like a couple times like that mm. i i appreciate the cohesiveness but really don't like it <laughs> I, it's hard for me to say, I don't, I don't like the tap dancing pole dance scene. I don't like that at all. I think it's very awkward. I'm not trying to. Do you like the, uh, the dad singing one or no? No, no, not at all. Okay. You guys are on the same page that, yeah. Yeah, Those, (laughs) those two pop out portions, like I don't understand what we're going for with those. In relation to the rest of the film, I don't get why those are so significant. And I am trying to, you know, I I will take it whatever it's supposed to be. But for my own sake, I could do without those. Um, I don't like the music choices. I think it's really bizarre. I don't know why he's singing Frank Sinatra. And I hate the lip syncing of it. Like, (laughs) we're trying to say. I think that's funny. I mean, it is funny, but I hate it. (laughs) I just really hate it. Um. There's, there's you know, some humor like, to it. I don't think it's. She's like, "You're straight. so good. Can you sing again?" I'm like, "Please don't do it again." Like, I really. And don't then he yells at her, again. and he's gonna like hit her if she tries to ask again because he's it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's just not my style. I just don't care for it. It's bizarre and out of place. I mean, the other, the rest of the movie is fine. I mean, it could have been worse. Is basically what I'm thinking. <laughs> All of this could have been so much worse, but it was okay. Um, I wish that, like, the scenes where we watched them overhead in the hotel room, I wanted, if they're really gonna be a couple, and she's, like, really falling into this love spell, if you want to say that, I wanted to see progression throughout that, but we didn't. We really just cut the clip and then came back to the same part. I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> horribly well, I boring. I think in that scene, we saw her progression had already gone by that. She was already fully formed, I think, at that point. It was his I mean, he was pushing her away. Like, he was not involved. Like, but by the end, was. he ends up in the fetal position, cradled in her arms because he's... Right. Yeah. I mean, it just... I had, I had a different out look in my head of what it should be and it wasn't so that's where i feel with it but i mean 
overall, I, I can only I can only give it a three for this because I just have so many opinions on what it could be versus what it was, and it wasn't bad enough for me to give worse, but it was it was average. Okay, all right. That's uh, the visual and sound is what uh, shines in this movie. <laughs> it's one of the best aspects of the movie. It was what makes it so unique and memorable, and I was excited to see it again. Uh, dinner table scene. We've kind of talked it to death. Love everything that has to do with there. I like the singing and the tap dancing little musical montages. I like them both. I think they add character stuff to them that that is done in an artistic and interesting way. It breaks up the monotony of the scenes otherwise. And like maybe if they had one of those in the final third with those really long scenes, it would have given me the breath of fresh air I needed to really continue to enjoy the the way it was done. Um, I like. The I agree with that because I can tell you that the end was very blasé. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I yeah, but if you if you have a movie. If you have a movie that needs to be broken up by like dance and scenes like that, and it's not a musical movie, what are you saying about the original movie itself? Oh, I disagree completely. Are you kidding me? David Lynch makes a career off having weird non sequitur scenes that are, that don't have anything to do with the rest of the movie. Characters never come back, and and it's artistically done and makes no sense, and and it ends up great because it's it's because it's done well, and it's part of the. I'm really shocked that you guys both don't like either of those those little things because those are because this this is not done well. I mean, David Lynch, I can take him in small doses, but the things he does, uh, I, think, I will overdose I think on David Lynch. Put into I will it. take a bottle of David Lynch well, and fall okay, into the well, red room. I will take a dropper full of David David Lynch. And the thing is, is I think that he he's focused on the movie making, where this guy seems like he's focused on this guy. <sighs> yeah, I, I understand the hangups, but I, I, for 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 visual and sound, I like all the music in here. I know you said there's a lot of yes. I like the final showdown montage in the strip club with the with the kicker guy. I like all the visual and musical choices there. The the freeze frame on the gunshots, I really like, where the blood's just coming out and it's like a gush. And one you can actually see like there's it. an extra that kind of wiggles in the background in one of them. So it's the it's like prosthetics, and they just shot it regular. It's not right. a still frame, which I kind of like that choice, and it kind of adds some texture and liveliness to it, even though they're dead. Um, I, I and the phone booth scene, I said it is one of my favorite. Just how it looks, I love that she try, tries all these different. You mean the photo booth? Yeah, the photo booth scene. When you're saying phone booth, you mean photo booth? Uh, uh, oh, photo I might have slurred a little bit there. I meant photo booth. Um, the, the, yeah, yeah the, I love the photo booth where she's acting all goofy and then he gets really mad at her. I already said spanning time. Then she tries a little harder, but then she kisses him at the end. He's like, don't touch me. You, you love me and you, you, you like me. You like me, but you don't, you don't touch me. We span time. You don't touch me. We span, like, I love his outburst and his repet- repetition and his anger. And then five it's minutes insane. later, he'll be, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And then he does it again. Cause he's fucking nuts. Um, I, I love yeah. that. I love the photo booth scene a lot. Uh, and he does the same scary, creepy mugshot face that when I first suggested this movie, you looked it up and went, no. <laughs> when you saw his mugshot looking <laughs> photo booth, that was like the picture. You were like, this guy is a no. Yep. And I'm like, no. I love that he's always has this. I really like the visual and sound. I could gush forever and I won't because we're running long. Four or five for the visual and sound for me. All right. The end. Uh, he goes to shoot the kicker because he caused uh, him to lose $10,000. There's also the underlying thing where I don't know if we've even said it yet, but the whole reason, not the only reason, but a big reason that Angelica Houston hates having him as a son is that she missed the only <laughs> Buffalo Bills Super Bowl win, which was in 1966, had Buffalo 66. Uh, so that's a big sticking point for him, part of his whole guilt and anger for his entire life. So he's going to kill the kicker that missed the field goal at his own strip club. We see him shoot him and shoot himself in that scene I just saw, said. We cut to his parents sitting at his grave at the funeral, and the dad <laughs> is just complaining about not having enough oh, to shit. eat. And the mom is watching the game on her little, I don't know what the technology of the time would have been, a Walkman maybe of some sort. They, they still, even in his death, don't give a single shit about him. They don't even dislike him. They just don't care at all. They weren't even at his grave. They were at the other guy's grave. <laughs> Is that whose grave they were at? They have to have been at the at the Buffalo Bills guy's grave. Oh, I thought they were at his grave. Did did we see on the tombstone? I was trying to discern that, but I couldn't I tell. I believe that they were at the Buffalo Bills grave. Oh, interesting. I'm on the side with Nicole, which makes it even if, better. If, if Nicole, if you're right. I like this even more. <laughs> I thought they were at his yeah. grave, but I... That's it, immediately what I thought of. They they didn't even... Sh- well, first of all, they didn't show any names, but I can... I just have this sense that it was the Buffalo Bills guy. 
Interesting. I always thought it was his grave. I don't know the the answer off the top of my head. I guess we can probably look it up after. Maybe, I mean, maybe I guess it's up to your own interpretation. That's possible too. I like. I I think I like your interpretation better. I like that they would be at the kicker's grave watching the game, and the dad's just like, "I'm mm-hmm. yeah, it's two o'clock. I'm hungry." <laughs> like, I just, uh, so then we get the cut back that little square, which I didn't even talk about in the visual and sound. I should have that square like zoom in zoom out box that shows like past and future stuff. Like that's how we. We got the dog scene that we never talked about, about the dad killing the dog, and then the, the, the chocolate re- allergic reaction scene. We get that I mean, all this. this stuff, is it's just it's just relative to what the rest of it is. It's really not anything to talk about. Like, it just shows how out of touch the mom is, and that just, like, brings it into our residence and feel like, who do you... Yeah, and how cruel the dad Yeah, is. like, who are you rooting for in this? Who do you see as being truthful, as... There's only As one character pop. you can really root for. I mean, you can you can come around or change your tune on other people, but like, there's only one good character. I mean, why do you say that? Who do you think about? Christina Ricci is the only cheer- rootable character. I mean, I feel I feel absolutely terrible for him having to go to jail. I do. For I come around on five him years in the end, like, but I I couldn't argue he's a better person or more deserving of my of my attention than her. I don't know her. <sighs> It's hard to okay, say. Okay, fine. Let's say you don't know her at all. You you don't think about any of the character development. Let's like you still you would take you would take a Blake slant over these people. I, I do feel bad for. I everybody. feel bad for everybody because they all have their own demons. They all have their own issues. Who can you side with in the sense that she is willingly being kidnapped and will adapt to any storyline that he is asking her? Plus more, she right. definitely has some she issues. Will do it. He has gone to jail for five years for somebody else's crime and comes out as a beast because, like, that fucking changes you. But how can you be mad at him because his family life is a piece of shit? Like, you can't be mad at one person because of this. I, it's fair. I mean, when I said I could only truly cheer for one person, I can cheer and find sympathy with other people, but there's only one person who's not. Well, this is why my resonance and feel will be a four for this, because I feel something for everybody in this. Everybody has their own qualms about life. Everybody has their own reasons of why their life is shitty or good or whatever it is. Like, it is played really well. I have to say, this is a strong point of making this movie, mm-hmm. is giving everybody their own character and their own lifestyle to be able to make it this way. Their humanity. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. I. 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 I like your reasoning. Um. I mean. We end the movie with. Uh, with the. With he. He. Does didn't kill himself. He comes to the realization that he doesn't need his parents' love. The love that he found is this girl he kidnapped. He gets her a hot chocolate. He buys a cookie for a guy in the store and for for himself. And we get a freeze frame end of the movie where they're laying together on the bed. That's that's the end of the movie. Mama K. What's your resonance and feel? Uh... Does she fall asleep? <laughs> No, I'm just like, <laughs> why did I have to watch this movie um, on the heels of the last movie? I could, I think that I could feel something for this movie if I didn't feel like this was just another indulgent, yeah, film as opposed to a movie. I, I, I like John Michael Vincent a lot. Um, I do like that. <laughs> I like, you know what I like about him, actually? I like that he is a, he comes, he's an interesting guy because he's a loyal character in this movie. This guy's been gone for five years and this guy, uh, this character, Jan Michael Vincent's character, likes him so much that he keeps all of his shit for five years and everything's exactly the way it was. And he, for some reason, he is the only one who sees, who has seen value in this guy. Like even the Christina Ritchie character, I don't feel like that she has, she sees value in him until maybe toward the end, maybe toward in the, the hotel scene, but that he actually had value for him because he did, he was like this amateur, uh, wonder kid in the bowling center and and that was his claim to fame and this guy was his champion what is a a breath it's a breath of niceness in a sea of neglect hatred and kidnapping and abuse i mean you know (laughs) yeah but the thing is is that that he didn't have to have a character like that you know what i mean that just didn't have to happen and he did he knew if he didn't Um, it would be an unbearable schlog well yeah um so I mean, resonance and feel for me is not a, it's 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 a two, and then I, I'll give it a two and a half. Um, I'm not going to think a whole lot about this movie. 
Hmm. Yeah, this enters in and out of my consciousness all the time. I think about, I saw it once before and I think about it all the time. And now that I've seen it twice and have had more time to digest, yeah, it's going to be a thing I think about. I really, really, really like this. I love its uniqueness and boldness and style. I, I like the characters. I like the performances. My own, my only real gripe is the end needs to be condensed. And my only nitpick gripe, because I would consider it that level, is. Yeah, I understand where you guys are coming from. Would a woman really do this? We don't need to rehash all that, but I understand how that could be a hang-up. And it, uh, the first time I watched this, I thought the same thing until they got pretty much to the parents' house, I guess. And then it kind of like, I, I, you either have to be hung up and dislike it for the rest because of that or go with it and accept that. And I, I prefer to do it that way, and I think it's not as unreasonable as as, as you guys are as you guys are saying uh the resonance of feel is a four or five for me uh it's very high it's very memorable it's 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 very there's a lot of stuff to mull over and think about the themes aren't crazy deep i don't think it's actually pretty basic but the way it's done is there's some art and there's some thought and it uh it does things that i've never seen a movie do before or since so that that is praise i i will always credit a movie for being like that we're at the end. Ran a little long. I thought we might. Well, I wasn't that sure. I, I didn't know what you yeah, I'm done with this. It. Yeah, what do you got, Nicole? What's <laughs> you, do you recommend Buffalo 66? Not really. I mean, it's probably kind of stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't... Interesting. I, mean, I thought you were leaning towards a soft recommend, but I no. mean, <laughs> it's, it's fine. You gave it some high I, praise. I, was, yeah. I would never recommend this movie to somebody because it just is so outlandish. And, I mean, the, the themes here are really... Well, one could be very um, oppressive to some people. And Triggering. Yeah, it is. Like, a lot of women don't want to see somebody else get kidnapped and want to watch them slowly, for some reason, in the course of six hours, fall in love with somebody. That's not realistic, first off. It's a, it's offensive, and we don't care much for that. So, I don't like the style that this guy has gone for. Um the supporting cast in this doesn't bring it up any much more for me to want to have to um, recommend this to somebody. What do you got, Mama K? Yeah, yeah having said all this time that I don't, would never want to see this movie again, I mean, maybe it's possible, but um, only because it is weird and quirky, and but it also leaves me with a very... It starts off with a bad feeling and it sort of leaves me with a bit of a bad feeling. So I don't, I don't like that part of it. And I don't think it's not really a feel good movie. I mean, even though it has a, it's kind of happy ending, but it's, yeah. And, and the thing is, is the, the thing that we kind of over, we're glossing over, I think, is that all the things and stuff that we're talking about makes it sound like a really like gritty, desperate movie. And that is not what it feels like when you're watching it at all. So I think I don't like that about it is that these are gritty, desperate themes that he's kind of taken kind of lightly. And, and I don't, I don't, there's an irreverence. I don't appreciate. I don't, yeah, I I don't really appreciate that very much. It's not, you know, these are, these are, I don't know. These are kind of deep themes that I don't think are that, don't get served justice when this is how it's played i do like how he is redeemed at the end though so i like i do like that part of it um Mm -hmm. i i don't see me recommending this movie to anyone that i actually know um possibly no not really no recommend (laughs) all right to to not recommend to you too i mean it's i think it should be obvious i chose this i championed this i it's a very easy strong recommend um and especially to an audience that would listen to a film podcast i mean it Right. You, you like if you if you there's a market. Yeah, and the market is people who will take time out of their day to listen to other people talk about movies. And I, you know, true. That, I I listen to a ton myself, and that's how I actually discovered Buffalo sixty six. It was another podcast that I listened to. They talked about it. They said it was weird, and and there were parts they liked, it didn't like, but it, overall it was unique. And I'm like, sold. Unique. You sold me on unique, and you will get unique from this. Um, I have Unique is not always good. No, but it's always worth a shot for me because there's a lot of decent, like, slop out there. I'm like, I've, I've seen this a hundred times. I don't care if it's a good story and if it's a classic thing. I, I'm tired. I'm bored. I want something different. Different will catch my attention and keep me engaged, even if it's not good. And that, I'm not I'm not saying this about this. I think this is great. Uh, I, I know Nicole's dying here. I'll let you go in a few minutes here. Hold on. Hold on. 
I know, I know, Nicole. Well, this is almost as long as the fucking movie. I know. Well, it's just like in True movies story. when we get towards the end of reviews, Nicole's like, "Oh my god, stop talking." <laughs> uh, so it's one recommend for Buffalo sixty six, one or two not recommends. Um, though I will say, I'm glad you guys at least gleaned some things from this. You did not outright. It doesn't. It's sound okay. Like- I can't deny that I didn't have some enjoyment watching this. I will not deny that at all. It was interesting. It was unique, but. Are the values that I got from it something I appreciate? Not really. That's what I can say yeah. about it. Nicole, do you remember yeah, when we were in uh, this is the last thing, and then we'll we'll plug and end. Uh, when we were in Baltimore with a couple of your friends, and that we were at this weird little bar in a basement, and I was talking about Buffalo sixty six actually because I had just seen it for the first time. And oh that my god, waitress, that was so long ago. That waitress came out and she was like, "Oh, you're talking about Buffalo sixty six? Yes, like, I do yeah. remember that. And she right was like, now. "Oh, hold on, <laughs> our whole staff loves that movie. Hold on." And she go- runs in the back. Apparently, everyone in the back kitchen, like me, loves a bunch of weirdo movies, and she came out with a list of movies like yes, that were also weird. I do and remember they were, that. They were movies <laughs> like Gummo, which is a very odd, um, uh, what's the guy who did uh, uh, The Beach Bum, uh, Harmony mm-hmm. Corinne film. She talked about Serbian film, which is famously the newborn porn film um it's so there is there is a woman out there who likes this movie and 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 identifies (laughs) with it at least her at very at the very least her so shout out to you lady in the basement at that restaurant at the baltimore place i don't know what it was called um that's it for buffalo 66 i think we've all made our respective points uh We've got March approaching quickly. I think the big theater stuff in March is Onward, Mulan, and Quiet Place 2. There's probably other stuff coming out that we'll do, but I think those are the big, massive, everyone's going to see it shit. So if you have anything to recommend to us in the meantime and the gaps in between, we always have gaps intermittently through our schedule. Films with the Women of My Life on Facebook. I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram, and you can email us at Bre- or not Brennan, not don't email me, Instagram me. Email the show at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Hey, guys, thank you for doing Buffalo 66 with me. I know Wowzers. I know not everyone was You're pumped welcome. for it, but thank you for enduring, yeah. learning, talking about it. You know, I understand your perspectives. It was a fair, I understand. So uh, until next time, this is Brennan thanks, signing man. off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. Being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole Delaney.